Welcome, welcome everybody. This welcome. is your boy DJ Glory on Active FM Ultimate Engines. Of course, of course, I'm with my man. You know the killer, he slays it on the mic, Mr. Yep. Sipiwa himself. Yep, but you can call me Sips, you know. I actually just came up with this name. Welcome to the show. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning. It is <laughs> 2 o'clock on our side. But you know what? Whenever you're going to download the show, we hope that you're going to enjoy it. We know that it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. Okay, guys. So today we have this like amazingly interesting topic. We have a lot of information that we want to give you guys. You know, it's a lot of things that people tend to not think about yeah. or neglect in terms of vehicles when you're purchasing a car. So stay tuned. We have a lot of information coming your way. So listen up. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much for joining us once again. Um, we'll be honest with you guys, we had to Google. We don't know all of these things. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Stay tuned. We got some important information for you guys. Um, yeah, let's do this, man. Listen to this hot music. You're tuned into Active FM. We're going into the latest news session and we got some interesting points to give you guys. First of all, the manufacturer Tata has invested 2.3 million rand in postgraduate scholarships, man. That is amazing wow. for the academic year of 2018-2019. So for all of you guys who are looking to further studies and, and obviously um, in the motor industry, yeah. just go on to their website, find out what they what they need for you, obviously from you rather. And um, we, we think that is exciting. Um, just check it out and further your studies, okay? Um, another in interesting fact that we would like to give you guys in the latest news is that when it comes to vehicles, 
we're looking at what is important for you to uh, uh, you know see, look at when it comes to trading prices so uh, when you when you trade in your vehicle inside you have a car you have an old car you're planning to buy a new car you want to trade in your, your 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 old car you need to look at obviously what you're expecting in order to fuel your your next purchase you know what i mean so take a look at speak to your salesman obviously take a look at what is important price wise what are you expecting um if, if you can try and sell the car privately you know it's one of the latest news i want to give you guys a heads up take a look at every option possible in order to get the best price possible for your trade in so guys the last point that i want to give you guys is something that is very important so in the motor industry we have um extra charges when we buy vehicles. You might come across it when you buy a vehicle. Those charges are normally referred to as admin charges or um, on the road charges or handling fees. Um, we have big brands who are charging people up to 20,000 rands for those fees. And what is interesting is that the national credit regulator has ordered, in this case, VW, to refund all their customers back in their on the road charges, their admin and their handling fees. So you can imagine, because almost 80% of the people finance their vehicles and stuff like that and now this big brand has to refund most of their customers based on them charging extra charges I mean I mean charging uh, them extra for for purchasing a vehicle on credit so um you know it's, it's it's important you need to think about it you need to ask when you go to a dealership um but we have more for you guys we're gonna break it down listen to the awesome music we'll speak more about it after this music Everything flows out of my thinking oh, oh. Things seen made by the unperceived oh, oh. So I'm imagining revival oh, oh. Imagining the become visible Can see it, you can have it out of this world, thoughts from heaven. 
dust the mess and we are full
Praise God, brothers and sisters. new act of worship album as above so below is out get your very own copy on itunes available on Spotify, Deezer, Apple Music and so much more. Yo, so as we said some interesting topics for you guys. Um one of them that I'd like to start with which is obviously one of the issues I might have had um back in the day, um engines, you know, understanding the different types of engines. Yeah. What is out there? Um so I'm going to break it down for you guys and try and make it easy for you know the person who doesn't know what is a different and stuff. So there's different types of engine. You know I'm going to mention yeah. a few. There's probably even more than what I'm going to mention, but I just yeah. want to give you the three main ones. Guys, there's a petrol engine, there's a diesel engine, and there's an electric engine. engine. Yes. You know um you might be wondering electric engine, yep, there's an electric engine. You just charge the car, then you go. And then yeah. obviously for the for the rest you need money man you need to keep on fueling and refueling and yeah. um, we're going to obviously share what which one is cheaper which one is more expensive so we obviously want to look at what works for you all right so these are not rules or anything to go by and stuff like that so we literally want to look at what works for you 
um, let me just say perhaps maybe you are buying your car for the first time mm-hmm. you know you're new to this um, you know people outside of um, of, of, of the whole thing who have been giving you advice and stuff like that but you, you just chose to go straight into the dealership and you knew and you just wanted to hear what the salesman has to say yeah. so um, we, we're looking at a petrol engine so a petrol engine it's a bit technical guys but the petrol engine and if you're from America you might say a gasoline engine but we're looking at an engine that has an internal combustion um, with a spark so we're looking at something that can blow your socks off you know what i'm saying you know yeah. um, um it, it's, it's a bit technical but if um you know obviously there's a mixture of fuel inside the car which involves air and fuel and you know it compresses and the combustion um, gives the power to your engine mm-hmm. so that your car is able to have power to move and stuff like that if this is too confusing just go to a petrol station and just ask for unleaded fuel you know 93 yeah. or 95 but it has to be petrol you cannot mix it with any other f- fuel yeah. we have um yeah we we have the diesel engine which is a second point i'd like to talk about which is yeah. also known as the compression ignition or ci engine guys but you also might not know the diesel engine is named after a guy called Rudolf Diesel, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And guys, another interesting factor that I'm going to share with you is that about the diesel engine and how it works. So apart from what CPUA mentioned about the diesel engine being named after Rudolf Diesel is that a diesel engine is an internal combustion engine in which ignition of the fuel which is injected into the combustion chamber is caused by elevated temperature of the air in the cylinder due to the mechanical compression yeah if that is too complicated for you again just go to the (laughs) fuel station and just say you want diesel engine yeah. you know it's easier these days most cars have got a writing when you open the fuel cap yeah, uh, or the fuel cap tank or or or, 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 ca- or whatever you want to call it seal it's got a name there unleaded fuel it's got diesel it's going to be easier for you guys to understand um normally in south africa we use 50 ppm so that's the diesel engine yeah and and the last one um obviously the third point um in terms of the types of engine is the it's electric electrical. motor yeah i mean is, is that what you prefer is that what you like well, I wouldn't say necessarily. I mean, I've always been like a petrol head. But anyway, you know, because this electrical engine, or should I say motors, because these things actually use motors, yeah. is a concept for me that is basically something that is new for all of us because it's only recently in these few years being introduced. But I think I look forward to those. Eh? Yeah, I um, just wanted to correct you there. Not these things, these cars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah, um, it's, it's an interesting fact for me, man. Um, obviously, um, it's a fuel saver. Yeah. Um, you don't need fuel. You just uh, obviously uh, need to find out more about the battery power. It's rechargeable. You mm-hmm. know, um, it hasn't taken off a lot in South Africa, if yeah. if if not at all. It's new to South Africa. Um, it's probably uh, in the future plans and stuff like that. Um, obviously, because of the, the emission and the, and the and the CO tax laws in South Africa and stuff. So um, for now, obviously, let's focus on the diesel and the, and, and the petrol engine. And obviously, yeah. th- that's what we want you guys to know. That those are the two main differences in the engines that we have in South Africa. Yeah. Um, one of the other things that we want to speak to you guys about is car transmission. So yeah. a lot of you guys obviously you do understand cars, but some of you guys might not understand cars, and we obviously want to try and make you make it a little bit easier. Yeah. There's two types of transmission. Transmission is what you obviously use to drive the car, um, as an automatic manual transmission. Sorry, automatic transmission yeah. or manual transmission. You know, obviously you 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 know that for a fact. You know, it's important yeah. that a lot of people understand what's what. Um, do you want to share a little bit about that? 
Yeah, so basically, how my on my basic knowledge about transmission is that obviously you have your manual, which has to do also with your car gears. It helps shift your different speeds and stuff like that. So you have your manual transmission, which basically has from, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think from four to six gears, seven. The manual. Manual. Yeah, no, uh, it's obviously there's one to five. One to five. Well, the old cars used to have one to four. Yeah. But those used to take a lot of string. The old VW Golfs and stuff. Yeah. Uh, now the common one is one to five. One to we five. We also have these days one to six, and we even have one to seven. You know. Yeah. Um. So obviously, uh, you guys might refer to it as a six forward or seven forward. Yeah. But you know, it seems seemingly the better the gears, the more the gears, the, the you know, the better the performance mm -hmm. and the better the fuel consumption. Yeah. You know. So um, one thing I wanted to say that is very important is that you know when you go to a license department and you take your license it is very important that you 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 be careful what you do because a lot of people might not know that you can choose to take your license based on an automatic car yeah. and obviously a manual car when you choose to take a manual car you actually have advantages of driving both yeah and then if you choose to take an automatic license you're actually limited to only driving automatic cars in your life wow it's a fact Obviously, you're gonna find out when you get there. So it's important that you, you know, I think in 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 general in general cases, a lot of people prefer manual. Mm -hmm. You know, it's good to know how to drive to learn the skill of driving, controlling the car. Yeah. It's better for most people, especially old people. But as they get older, and they start to get problems with the some of their limbs and and yeah. obviously knees. And stuff. Also, especially in terms of memory and stuff. Yep. So definitely, automatic is the way to go for older people. Yeah. In fact, I'm thinking in my head, especially for sports cars. Yeah. These days, automatic is much more better. I mean, we're looking at your DSGs, you know, guys mm -hmm. out there, you're probably uh, Mama Flea Dilapo, you're thinking, <laughs> wow, yeah, DSGs, automatic, you know, that nice sound. Yeah, we can't use those terms, Mama Flea, then, yeah, yeah because um, okay guys, so uh, obviously for you guys out there, uh, you might uh, be familiar with uh, some terms like such as Triptronic or, or DSG, you know, these are the, some of the latest VWs that you get out there with automatic gear shifts, you know, they, it's very nice how the car sounds when the gear shifts mm -hmm. and you know, um, um, it's, it, it's a beautiful sound that a lot of us have fell in love with, yeah. um, but it's obviously nice and, and swift and it's fast, it's yeah. automatic. So yeah, automatic is better in many cases, especially for the future, for performance basis. I don't know yeah. what you think. Basically, no, the reason why we have automatic transmission in sports cars is obviously because they transition faster. Yeah. So instead of your manual where you're constantly changing gears, it does that for you. So yeah. obviously in terms of acceleration and speed, it yeah. just like shoots up. They also take the takeoff and the yeah. automatic transmission is much more better. Um, and then manual because obviously mm -hmm. manual you have to control it yourself so yeah guys we have manual and we have automatic those are the main two different transmissions in fact you can never find any at the moment obviously you have your complications um, well not necessarily complications sorry for that you have your your better systems in cars these yeah. days where you have your triptronic know you have your gears just behind the steering wheel mm -hmm. um so that's that's another concept but it's all part of the the fact that it's 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 automatic or it's manual just between the two um, um and then obviously continuing our talk one of the most important things that we wanted to speak to you about um to you guys about is you know vehicle repair talk you know yeah um maybe we obviously need to help the peeps out there to understand um, I can definitely speak a little bit better, maybe in terms of facts, because mm -hmm. I used to be in the motor industry. Um, we might have touched on this point, in fact, last week a little bit, but yeah. we didn't go in depth. We didn't. Um, 
just wanted to mention to you guys that when you buy a car depending on if you buy it brand new or used you know you want to be sure how you're going to take care of the car yeah you know um comes with a service plan it either comes with a maintenance plan um i know that you guys definitely find that familiar from last week's show mm -hmm. um most new cars have a service plan so and you know you know you asked me a bit earlier on what is the main difference between the, the two yeah. is that you know when you buy a car you know the dealerships obviously they try and help you out with whatever they can mm -hmm. but there's some certain things that you need to pay for there's certain items called wear and tear yeah. which include your clutch with which include your tires and stuff your brakes and stuff like that and when you have a service plan you are not gonna like it when you get to a dealership and you obviously take your coin for service yeah. and you find that you need to change anything such as those brakes no. clutch or tires mm -hmm. you know those things are expensive obviously if you didn't plan or budget for them um so service plan does not cover items which are called wear and tear yeah which includes brakes tires clutch basically parts that need to be removed and stuff like that yeah they they don't get covered in your service plan oh as opposed to the maintenance plan you get a lot of it covered so mm -hmm. the maintenance plan covers that and more yeah it covers what the service plan covers and stuff uh, which is serviceable by the way um just allow me just to take it back a little bit service plan is obviously your oil filter mm -hmm. service plan is your spark plugs um you know your air filter you know it, it basically serviceable parts in your car parts that you can service and reuse again yeah. that is what the service plan covers and then if i can quickly jump back jump back to the maintenance plan maintenance plan will cover what the service plan covers yeah. and more which will be your brakes which will be your clutch which will be except for tires in fact yeah. most of the things on the car except your tires and then even though i didn't mention this point um i know guys it's a little bit too much to take in right now but there's also something called a warranty. Yeah. You know it's important that you know these things. And for the fact that we're mentioning them, at least you can go out and research some more. Yeah. Warranty plan will also cover for manufacturer defaults. Um anything that happens to the car that obviously is um 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 attributed to a manufacturer default. Mm -hmm. Some of the plans are so beautiful that you can actually get a new car if you get a car that has had a default from the manufacturer. Obviously upon purchase or after you've purchased there's also also terms and conditions um some of it obviously it's um negligent and stuff that you must be careful of you can you cannot ne neglect your car and damage it and obviously go back and claim yeah. that it's um it's a warranty claim mm -hmm. you know what i mean just to recap for you guys uh, um we know i know it's a little bit too much to take in we have the service plan we have the maintenance plan we have the warranty plan service plan serviceables okay yeah. what you can replace and reuse or or rather get a new one uh, like clean and stuff like that air filter oil filter spark plugs maintenance plan you get all of that which i've mentioned and more brakes clutch and um you know a little bit more and then obviously warranty manufacturer default you get a courtesy car sometimes when your car is out and you need to get it fixed yeah like wow cp were like <laughs> yo you've got so much information man like my brain almost blew up with all of that but anyway guys another point that we can share with you on car repair talk guys we need to be careful of where we repair our cars and how we do it i mean sometimes we feel like it's too much work to go to a proper dealership or something where we can get our car repairs but guys remember quality is the best because imagine you take your car to these backdoor guys you know and they just do whatever they please they maybe like when you go to these people they don't do a proper job yep you should understand that if your parts are original there's high chances that these people stole those parts Yep. Apart from the parts being stolen, you know like maybe they won't repair your car properly. They'll put these second-hand parts that 
they actually don't even work right so you'll find yourself going back to that same guy you'll be like hey my bra i told you to fix my gear but now it has a problem again okay we have to cut that part out yeah okay so yeah. you'll find yourself in a place where you'll be like okay man i asked you to fix my car and now we come back and it has the same problem and more like so basically it's best you go to a dealership or a repair store where you know it's actually recommended and it's people use it you know it's trustworthy you don't want to go to your back door guys because your back door guys will basically they'll do you dirty yeah i can only agree with you um i mean this makes me think of a show i was watching just during the week on television it's called mm-hmm. speak out yeah um, you know depending on when you people are going to listen to the show yeah <laughs> watch that show man the last the last episode was uh, interesting it, it's yeah. actually re- i relate a lot to what uh, my man glory is saying to what happened on that show you're going to know exactly when you see it um i just also wanted to add quickly my, uh, my man glory yeah you know uh, another important thing is that it really does affect the the history of the service of the car so there's yeah. something called service history you know which in most cases when you have a full service history it tends to be at your advantage in terms of the value that you can get back for your car okay so we have something called a logbook inside yeah. the car which you can log all the services that you do wow. every time you take your car to to a dealership you log a service they write a date they write a time they write the type of service they did mm-hmm. in the car so when you don't have a full service history it affects the reselling value of the car oh. and it affects the value so it basically helps you keep track of every time you fix the car for yep. and what basically you repaired on the car yep it helps oh. it helps that okay. and, and it's healthy for the car yeah you know it's healthy that you always take it to a dealership there's always genuine parts and i mean we don't want to assume that um the backyard mechanics are, are are ripping you guys off obviously that's not for for us to say but you've probably seen with your own eyes you've heard with your own ears that a lot of people are not always happy with the yeah. backyard mechanics cuz like another example is that i know someone who actually has given their car to this other dealership i obviously do not want to mention their names but he's given them to these to this car repair store and what they actually did because his fan belt wasn't working so basically because the fan was not working the car was overheating so he yeah. couldn't really drive for long yeah. so you would drive for like 20 not even 20 10 to 15 minutes max and already the car is overheating oh. so yeah that is bad hey that's 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 bad guys you know when you buy a car i, I believe that um when you take care of it it's going to take care of you you know yeah well, i mean take care of your car guys it's important because i mean it it helps you go places you know yeah, I mean, literally <laughs> it helps you go places uh, the more the car lasts the better performance is going to give you the better durability yeah and uh, regardless of the brand because these days these cars uh, car manufacturers rather uh, rather um they're very competitive yeah um every brand out there is literally doing the most is doing the best and their technology has improved mm-hmm. so yeah watch out for that guys it's very important uh, this obviously we're still talking about vehicle repair talk it is extremely important how you maintain your car yeah definitely it is guys and another thing we want to discuss is car customization yep so basically spiel what can you share with us man you know um yeah 
Guys, most of the information I give you, I, I'm giving on the show is based on my experience that I've had as a car salesman. And uh, I get excited when I speak about it. I mean, you realize, yeah. you didn't mention it. I, <laughs> go, I just go on and on and on. Yeah. You know like, what I he mean? He don't stop, guys. He I don't need stop. to slow down. Like, please, somebody tell me to slow down. In fact, guys, <laughs> it's like so lit in here. Like, I literally had to take off my jacket, man. This Woo! guy's on flames. Yeah. Man, somebody tell me to slow down. Um, <laughs> yeah, customization. Um... I remember when we we obviously you know you you see a car driving in from outside. Yeah. Uh, it's customized, man. It's a it's a VW Golf, maybe. You might men, you might hear me mention VW a lot. I, I love I love the brand. Yeah. Um, you know, it's got nice rims. It's got a sunroof. Mm -hmm. To to such an to such an extent that in its original form, it didn't have the sunroof. Yeah. You just had to go and edit and stuff. It boils down back to the point of value guys yeah you know um it, it drops the value of the car when you customize the car wow yep that's actually something that i never thought about like it i does. thought maybe when you customize your car like maybe you make it look nice and everything and you can sell it at a good price if you don't know if you're a customer that hasn't done enough research enough information uh, you might buy a car because it looks nice yeah. also from a if you really feel personally about the car and if you've always wanted it and you feel like your job is done because mm -hmm. everything is there already, I think you might go for it, but just be careful because um, it depends on what's your future with that car and yeah. who you're going to resell it to. Private sales is different from selling a car at a dealership. Yeah, It's totally different. When you sell a car privately, I mean, um, I've, I know a lot of people who are in the business of buying and selling cars. They're making a living. They're making a killing as a matter of yeah. fact. So um, private sales, like I said, is different from selling a car at a dealership. So uh, depending on who you are, where you, how you conduct your business, and uh, wh what is the future of, of your car, the future that you have planned for your car, watch out for customizing your car too much and adding things that were not there originally. Also, mm -hmm. especially if the car is new, because it, um, it, you know, when it comes to the warranty that I was speaking about, yeah. it kind of cancels it if wow. you customize the car. <laughs> Yo. Yep. Actually, yeah, it actually does make sense because this is the car you paid for and it came with this certain warranty and insurance plan. So now you adding your own stuff that were not part of the deal, which yep. basically it's, you can say it's like a breach of contract. It definitely. It, yeah. it forfeits that 100%. And you know, one of the important things that you just mentioned actually is the insurance. Yeah. You, know, you might notice that um, um, obviously if, if you've once owned a car um, and you've had insurance for the car, you're gonna have the, the, the consultant ask you questions such yeah. as, you know, what do you have in your car? What is extra? Do you have rims? Do you have that? Was it like that? Did you add it? Because it also increases the installment and mm -hmm. the premium for your insurance. Yeah. So just keep it simple, guys. Obviously, um, if you can, um, not uh, obviously to, to customize your car a lot, yeah. depending on what you, you're planning for the future of the car. So which customizations basically would you say affects the pricing basically lowers the value is it the internals like maybe you get your multimeter like your tvs and your video players and all that or is it the outside like in terms of rims you know adding vinyls and all that different mainly things? outside okay mainly outside. outside um changing the tire the, the tire profile adding a different tire um changing obviously adding rims yeah adding a, uh, a spoiler adding a, wow. a sunroof when the car actually did not have one yeah um changing systems uh you know um adding a, or rather uh, putting a chip in the car yeah. that enhances the performance of the car um you know in south africa a lot of you might know 
that most of the cars when they get manufactured or even when they get exported or imported to South Africa, mm-hmm. they actually have something called a cap. So yeah. you, when you look at the speedometer, the car shows that it's maybe zero to 300 kilometers, yeah. but the car actually does not get to 300 kilometers. It's probably kept at 180 or 190 yeah. because of the rules in South Africa. So there's a lot of rules, uh, obviously, pertaining to the amount of speed you can drive, what you can do to a car. So try not to add chips and stuff like that to enhance yeah. the performance on the car. You know, um, it messes up the computer box as well. And if yeah. you found involved in an accident where you, by you altered the computer box, you know yeah. that the insurance is not going to pay you out. Mm-hmm. And in terms of international cars, you know, importing, because sometimes you'll find that there's a specific car that you saw online and you were like, wow, this... This car actually touched me like this is a brand that I'm actually looking forward to buying like yep basically what would you say in terms of importing okay well that is very important that um you understand especially if you conduct your business overseas you know you have other businesses in other countries and you travel a lot and you there's other brands in other countries that we don't have in South Africa there's also a big problem that we have in South Africa whereby brands that are not common in South Africa the government is, is not keen on, on yeah. importing them, you know what I mean? So um, if we don't have it, if we haven't launched it in South Africa, chances are the government won't allow you to, imp- to import it in. Um, sure. Another thing is that, um, for example, if you want to purchase a car or abroad or somebody abroad wants to, wants to purchase a car from our country, maybe mm-hmm. our neighboring countries like Zimbabwe, Zambia and Angola, because they have dealerships there as well, like Toyota yeah. and stuff like that. So. Um, you're gonna need a lot of clearances, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of clearance certificates to clear the car, certificate of originality, and and a whole lot of paperwork in order for you to be able to get that car in. To, you have to register it with the traffic department. You have to wow. wait certain amount of months in order for the car to be registered because it's yeah. not a South African car. Also, another thing is that you get left-hand drives. Yeah. You get right-hand drives. You know, which is obviously not a system that we have in South Africa. Yeah. So it's a lot to take in. And one important point that maybe I might want to close with um, is that, you know, in, in our neighboring countries, there's dealerships as well, and they charge their prices in dollars. Wow. So their pricing actually tends to be a little bit more than our pricing in South Africa. Mm-hmm. In South Africa, we charge in rands, and unfortunately, sometimes our rand is dropping a lot. So our cars become cheaper for the, for the person who uses yeah. the dollar. So um, I remember the time when I was selling cars. Sometimes we were not allowed to sell to people who were buying cars from abroad. Those guys used to buy cash most of the time. Mm -hmm. We were not allowed to sell to them because of the fact that they have dealerships in their countries and the head office, for example, Toyota, they were against them buying cars because they obviously want business for the, the, the specific country that the yeah. person is coming from and stuff like that. So they need to buy from the countries that they come from to, to support the economy, to support obviously whatever the cause is that is contributing to growing the economy, growing the country. Yeah. So they need to stick to purchasing that side. So in most cases, most manufacturers have cut out business um, in terms of buying from abroad or selling to abroad. Yeah. So another point that I wanted to mention just because it's something that I actually thought about now, I believe it's an interesting point. Because I remember we mentioned the part whereby when you're buying a car and obviously in terms of your credit record and stuff like that, yep. basically you'd expect you'd be expected to have a credit record. Otherwise, when you buy a car cash, you'd be reported to SARS yep. and you'd be investigated. So for people that import cars, do they also get investigated? Absolutely. Um, it's one of the main reasons why um, the government is trying to stop that kind of trade. Yeah. Um, 
again, when I was in the motor industry, uh, we as a dealership, me as a salesperson, I would be responsible for um, obviously making the client fill in the relevant forms because one of the things that dealerships are against is people buying cars in order to resell them, yeah. especially when they're brand new. Look, there's no problem if it's a used car, mm -hmm. but if it's a brand new car, most manufacturers will probably be against you buying and reselling. Yeah. And most of the guys would buy cars cheaper in South Africa mm -hmm. and resell for dollars and obviously that make sometimes almost two times the profit yeah. well 100 percent profit because of the difference in the dollar and the rand so um to get straight to what you were saying cash mm -hmm. when you buy cash we were we we had to report you to to sas we had to we had to take down your details and then they obviously take responsibility to do their investigations to check you up and stuff like that and obviously if there's findings that um that are unfavorable towards you, yeah. you you may find yourself in trouble but there the dealership obviously won't be involved that's between you and sars and what you do yeah. so that's that's the basic that's that's literally it's as basic as that anybody who purchases a car 20,000 rands and above cash they yeah. even if it's deposit sometimes if you, you you pay deposit we actually report you to sars and um yeah um they need to check up on you brother <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know if you're noticing this but I actually have been sitting back the whole time allowing CPO to just blow up your brains because like guys I can't take it so I'm passing it on to you but anyway the last point that we are sharing is qualification criteria yep yeah yep, yep. so CPO you know man do the most look man uh, again you guys might have heard me in the beginning of the show um, obviously hoping you guys have enjoyed it mm -hmm. um, I've enjoyed the show i've enjoyed taking over yeah. but hey man look i still respect you guys i respect my main glory thank you for the opportunity but getting straight to it um a lot of people like to run away from debt obviously um or let me rather say credit yeah i said this in the last show i'm gonna say it again and i said it in the beginning you need to build yourself a credit record or rather a credit scoring in order for you to qualify to purchase things on credit so if you plan to buy a house on credit one day, you need a credit record. If you plan to purchase a car on credit one day, you need a credit record. Mm -hmm. Everything that you're trying to avoid is gonna help you get the assets that you, well, maybe in a car being a liability, but you know, a house being an asset, yeah. it's gonna help you move forward in terms of affording. So mm -hmm. qualification criteria is very important that you have or you build a good credit record. Yeah. Take care of your credit record and stuff like that um, in terms of what you do, the small accounts, the credit cards, the cell phone accounts, the, the data accounts, whatever you do small. Be sure to take care of that because it's going to affect you in the future and you may find a job whereby you're well paid but your credit record is actually messed up. Obviously, it's not a, a thing that we like to talk about, you know, but yeah. if it's messed up, it's going to affect you in the future in the sense that you might not be able to qualify to buy a car on finance, but you have yeah. a great job and you're getting paid well. So take care of your credit record, pay obviously whatever you need to pay on time, grow your credit scoring, buy a car. By the time you're thinking about buying your second car, you actually find that you qualify to buy a house. Yeah. So it's not only about cars, it's about many other things, business mm -hmm. um, as well, you know, getting loans for business and stuff like yeah. that. You've seen a building you want to buy, um, you, you want to invest in property. It also amounts to that. Yeah. So guys, it's been an awesome, very amazing time with you. Um, yeah, I've just been blown away by this amount of information. But anyway, guys, as for this closing section, you can catch us on 
Facebook at forward slash ActiveFM777. You can catch us on Twitter at ActiveFM777, on Instagram at ActiveFM777. We also are available on podcasts, Google Play stores, yep. yeah, even on IONO. And at our ActiveFM website is www.activefm.co.za. Yep. So from me, DJ Glory, I'm signing out. And from our men's people. Yo, man, thank you so much for joining us. It's been amazing. Um, like my man said, catch us on our social media. Last week, obviously, I told you guys I was not too much of a social media head. I am still available on Facebook. Yeah. Simple. My name is Sipiwa Mutbom. I don't think I'm the only DJ who uses their real name on radio. So <laughs> do not make it not. a big deal, please. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Facebook. <laughs> I recently opened my Instagram account. I'm still battling to use that 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 website is complicated for me. Yeah. Um but yeah, um, for now catch me on Facebook and then uh, we're obviously gonna um give you guys a link for the show for you guys to be able to download wherever you are. Um, like I said, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time you're going to listen to it. Join us next time. It's going to be even more fire in the booth. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> Peace out, guys. God yeah. bless. God bless. Rapid Trade is passionate about mobility and solutions that make a difference in your business. From mobile sales and sales management to van sales and proof of delivery. For a, For a demo, demo, call Rapid, Rapid Trade at 011-493-9755. Rapid, Rapid Trade. Trade. Ahead of the game. The bass kick in, cause we're ready to go. And no, we can't stop now, it's deep inside of our bones. Consuming me like a magnetic pole. It's supernatural, so supernatural, yeah, yeah. We came to blow it up, bring some speakers and some subs. If you down and ask what's up, you know we can't get enough. When we have it, can't be bought. When we do it, can't be taught. Putting our blood from up above, yeah, we live for the drop.
Trust the path we take 